The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Okay, so I'm going to share with you something that really helped one of my rockstar clients triple her income. None of this has anything to do with business strategy. None of this has anything to do with uh, career strategy. This is pure emotional and energetic strategy. I'm going to share with you four main concepts that we worked on, me and my, my previous client, that over time, it was a 12-month period, she had completely changed the trajectory of her life. And to see where she's at now and to see the space that she's in now is really, really fucking awesome, to be honest. So I'm going to share this with you and you're going to be able to use this and reflect on this in any area of your life and use this in any area of your life today, not just with business, whatever, but you can go out and start using it today. So maybe want to listen to this once or twice just to like, after, after today, just so you can really ground it in and maybe even take a few notes. Okay, so the first thing, let me give you a bit of a, let me, let's, let's take it back a little bit and give you a bit of context. So when my previous client was uh, coming, seeking, seeking my assistance, seeking my guidance, uh, she was at a place where she was in a, just living a rocky relationship it was end of COVID. She just started, or she was actually a very rocky relationship. She had just left that, but she was really struggling to let that go. She was just opening up to spirituality and and energy. Um, she had always been, you know, raised in a religious family, so she always had that idea that there was a, you know, Jesus and followed Jesus and looked at, you know, a higher level. But it was. Uh, Probably, I'd say, a bit more of a dogmatic view that was conditioned onto her. It wasn't necessarily her belief system. So she was sort of looking to expand her spiritual beliefs and perspectives, but she was also looking to expand her business. So she just started a, a new career um, through COVID. This this girl's like a – this woman is incredible because she has happened to succeed in like all – every different career that she's gone in and so well that she's that she's dabbled in at least and she's done really well with it but this one has been like really skyrocketed her so she was looking to start she wanted to travel as well so she was based in america and she wanted to travel and so she was looking to heal her past relationship get into a really beautiful relationship that where she was valued and which was supportive and also to build her business to a point where she could actually travel more and um, start investing in other things and taking on new opportunities and also discovering that she really wanted to like help other people as well in a way similar to how I was helping her but in her in her way because she is very much like a a natural mentor with with lots of wisdom and as you find most of us are when we have gone through so many experiences we tend to have you know some good lessons to pass on so our goal was to get her to those intentions to get her to a place where she could let go of a past relationship get into a beautiful relationship get to a deeper connection with her spiritual, her, like how she wants to see the spiritual perspective, how, how she wanted to see 
the world through her spiritual eyes, not through her, her parents' spiritual eyes, and also to grow her business to the point where she can, you know, really expand her life in in a new way. So, the first thing we had to get into was ownership, and I'd say this is the first step for everyone. Uh, ownership is a level of radical responsibility for everything that's happened to you, and um, accepting that what what has happened just is and is it is done now, and allowing yourself to be the person that allows you to move beyond it. Because what happens is if we don't have ownership, we might not, well, we might not actually realize that we don't have ownership to begin with because we actually will notice, this is what happens. And if you look at yourself, you'll notice where you blame someone else or whether you resent someone else or whether you talk about someone else from your past and they bring up an emotional charge, whether it's sadness, grief, or whether it's anger and resentment you'll still have a charge and it can come out and blame, complaining, you know, as, ex- you know, we, we have excuses as to why we aren't where we want to be because of these people. And we, and when we do this, we don't realize we're actually putting our power into their hands. And it's, and it's crazy because it's an experience that doesn't actually exist anymore. Yet we make it exist and we give it all this life and meaning, even though it has no life and no meaning anymore. The issue is we think it was personal, but it was never personal. It's never, it's never been personal. It was never a personal attack. It was just an expression onto you because you were in the vicinity. You were the reactor. You were the trigger. And it happened to be you were the sounding board, you were the canvas that the shit was splattered against. But it wasn't because of you, it was just that you were there. You were in it. And so what we had to do was really just get to the point where it's like, okay, this just happened. This just happened. I feel you. You feel it. I'm sorry that it did happen, but let's look at this at a new let's look at this in a whole new way a way that's allowing us to find how this has happened for us find the beauty in it collect the wisdom from it and what she started to do then was start to pull her power back all that power that she put in the hands of a creation that's no longer existing she was able to put it back into a creation that she wants to exist in the future bringing the future closer to the present, the desires that she wants, she can put that energy into creating that, that vision. So ownership was the first level. So look for you, have a look in your life where you're still blaming, where you're still resenting, where you're still emotionally charged about someone. Because then you get into the second step and that's where we went through a big process. And that second step is emotional clarity. We needed to figure out What's hers, what's not hers, what needs to be gone and what needs to stay in order to charge up her vision. She's got a big vision. She's got goals. She's got dreams. You've got goals. You've got a big vision. You've got dreams. What emotions do you hold on to that are not serving that vision? That is going to require 100% vulnerability. That's a pretty hard an unbearable action for a lot of people. They can't do it. A lot of people can't handle 
sitting with their emotions and you don't have to you really don't have to it's a choice but on the other side of that choice is a very beautiful reward because now you start to come back to who you are daunting it is facing facing your emotions but how do you know who you are and who you are not if you don't look within and face those things so have a look at your emotional charge have a look at your emotional body where are you avoiding things where are you not talking about things where where are you still scared where are you still angry where are you still we're looking at the non-supportive stuff don't worry about excitement joy happiness peace contentment that's you that's pureness and passion isn't an isn't a bad thing either some people who are quite fiery and passionate aren't angry. They're just lit up in, a, in another way. So don't add passion as if it's a bad thing. Um, if you get to the point where you do get angry and you can't have a, hold a conversation with someone because you're that passionate, then you really got to have some emotional in, intelligence and some self-awareness to go, hang on, I could actually get far further in this conversation. I could, I could create much bigger change if I could actually regulate my emotions. I would say emotional clarity is one of the most powerful areas here because I think about like poker players, poker players that there's this, there's this saying, I play poker, right? So there's this saying where you, where one of the biggest reasons why people lose in poker is because of this saying called tilting. And the tilt, tilting is when it's actually from the original term. The term was originally founded when people were playing the pinball machine and they would try and move the ball into the direction that they wanted to get to. And so they would tilt the machine and what would happen is the machine would go freeze and it would suspend the game. And so tilting became this phrase that they use in sort of like high, high stressed environments and sport in sports. And so poker was one of them where what happens is, is you'll end up getting so you get you you get so stressed that you'll try and sway the outcome into your in in your in your favor so for instance you're losing a lot and then you have a big loss and then you try and regain it so you bet big and you're you're not betting from a very stable place you're betting from an emotionally unstable place because you're you're going I need to win this back I'm going to get this back and then you end up just like losing everything so they they say tilting is the biggest reason why most people lose in sports because they can't control their emotions so um you know have a look in your life where where you're tilting where do you get to the point where you tilt you freeze your normal stable self and you go into an emotionally unregulated space find that lean into that breathe into that build your emotional intelligence build by building yourself awareness first and then just getting really in touch with that and then you're going to have to exercise a great level of Mm, I could say willpower here, but a great level of self-control to breathe and take that in. And if you've listened to a couple of my other podcasts, there's a couple in there. I've talked this a lot about this because your emotional triggers are, have nothing to do with anyone else. The other person was just your guy, just just a, the perfect co-creator to help you transform because your emotional triggers are your teachers. They're your guides helping you go to the next level. So when you find those emotions, inquire deeper. This is a game changer. Number three, this is what we looked at. The third thing we looked at with one of my previous clients. 
Boundaries. They'll get to a point where you don't need boundaries because boundaries will just be... Boundaries are, are really good when you're trying to establish a standard in your life. But in order for you to establish that standard in your life and for people to understand that standard in your life... They, you first need to exercise boundaries because then once they know, they know. They're like, oh, yeah, that's sh- no, no, they won't do this or this person won't do that because of the, they don't like it. So, you know, once you express your boundaries, you're in, a good, you're in a good place to build your standards and then eventually you won't necessarily need them. They'll just be who you are. And as long as those boundaries and who you are is supporting your vision, then that, that's all that matters. So we needed to really, what we noticed in... And with my client, my, my past client was she, you know, people pleasers do this. She would put other people's perspectives and values first. She would put their needs first and always put herself last. And why these are really good qualities of a beautiful human in an unbalanced way, they can really take you away from what you're here to do. Um, because it's not coming from a place of pureness. It's coming from a place of neediness. It's coming from a place of lack that, you know, one, we're either that scared of rejection or we're that in desperate, we're that desperate for love and attention that we'll do these things. So we want to make sure we're not acting from that. And those boundaries she had to put in place was, okay, I am not going to listen to people telling me what I should or shouldn't do or I'm also, and also I'm going to put the boundaries in that when people need my help, I first make sure that I've given enough to myself first because if I don't have a full cup, I can't give from that overflow. I can't give from that cup because it'll just drain my energy and a lot of us don't give from an empty, sorry, a lot of us give from an empty cup, they don't give from a full cup. So we want to make sure we're giving from a full cup when we give to us first. That is self-care, that is self-love and I would say it's the most selfless thing you could ever do because you then are giving your whole self, not your half self to others. So have a good look in your life. Where are you in this case for these boundaries? Where are you not setting boundaries? And where are you, you know, have all these energetic, this leakiness, this, 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 um, where are these energetic leaks where you're, giving all your energy to everyone else and not to yourself first because you've got a vision. Your vision is not going to be, you know, the vision that you have for your life is going to be far more better for others if you actually fulfill that destiny. So this is a really important phase, building your boundaries. People are going to try and tell you right from wrong what you should or shouldn't do, but the only person that truly knows what you should or shouldn't do is you in your heart. You can always ask for advice. Advice is amazing. Ask for advice of people who are in a place where you want to be. Don't listen to people who are who are, who are sharing their perspectives and opinions from a place you don't want to be, because you end up where they are. Now, the number the the four number four the last sort of thing that we worked on that I'm going to share today. Um, obviously, we worked on so many more things, but this is these these are the four major areas that really helped. Um, that really stood out and there were big breakthroughs for her. This was her shadow. She was noticing that people were struggling, especially, you know, uh, people close to her were struggling to accept what she wanted to do. 
and accept who she was and they wanted her to change so they would always say you know don't do this don't do that or I don't like it when you do this I don't like it when you do that but deep down she actually loved it when she did these things in fact she was trying she thought you know that what these things were bad but then she realized that was who she was and she's like the most vibrant person when she does these things and I won't go into too many details but it was more like you know a lifestyle that she wanted to live and she felt bad for living wanting to live that lifestyle and the lifestyle in my opinion, was amazing. It's like who you are. It's like no dramas. And some people, um, actually everyone, what we end up doing is we just end up projecting our own our own insecurities and perspectives and concerns that we have about ourselves onto others when this happens. And so we had to really d- double down and go deep onto all these things that you know people weren't agreeing with, but the things that she wanted to love. And she had to just lean in and start doing those regardless of the people that made those comments. And then what ended up happening was she started re- removing all this shame and guilt and started liberating herself. And so that raised her frequency. And she's like, oh, this is actually not too bad. On the other side, everyone started to say, oh, it's actually not that bad what you're doing. And so... They, they started and then as she started to accept herself and accept what she's doing she's like this is just who I am she had those strong standards for herself high standards for herself and she held strong held firm on that and then also expressed those boundaries she's like I'm sorry this is this is you know who I am and what I want to do and then people will go okay because once you set that boundary people are just like okay all right it's either yes or no there's no gray areas. There's no maybes when you set the standard. So really start to like liberate yourself from that shame or guilt that you have about your actions or the lifestyle that you want to live in your life. And and ask yourself, you know, do I really love, like if I really love this, can I start to express it regardless of what other people think? And do I have the courage to stand firm in that when other people disagree with me in person? That's That's the work. That's the, that's the, that's the downright work. It's powerful when we can do this stuff. And, you know, it's crazy seeing where she is. She's like, her business is booming. She's got moved to like, she lives partly in America, partly in South America. She's got an amazing relationship. The relationship is a very conscious one, but it's also triggering and challenging, but she's like leaning into it and she's realizing it's the, you know, most love she's ever had in this relationship. And it's really beautiful. And... They also are both willing to go in the same direction together. So I think that makes a big difference to where she was at in her previous relationships. I think it's just incredible to see the love that they have together now and, and you know, the the place that she is in. Her, her uh, financial situation is where she wanted to be. Her relationship situation is where she wanted to be. She looks back at all her previous relationships, friendships and relationships, and is almost like, you know, smiling and laughing because it's just incredible how far she's come. And this is this is a testament to the work, the inner work. We there are places for business strategies, there's places for life strategies, but there is also a very important place for emotional and energetic strategy. And this is just one. This is just one of my clients. Every client's obviously been different. Um, but these little practices that I've shared with you, whether you work with me or not, these are going to help you. These are going to make a difference. So go back over, possibly listen to a couple of those again. Think about that. We've got ownership, emotional clarity, boundaries, and shadow. They were the four biggest areas that we shifted to make a huge transition in her life where she had a whole 
another experience in life because of her business booming, because of her relationship booming, because of her inner world was booming and is booming. And I can't wait to see where she goes. It's only just beginning. Take care, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, send me some love on this if you've felt it and you really like needed something, needed to hear something in here. I'm always down to listen to uh, what, what came through for you. So send me a message on IG or something. But until then, take care. Sending so much love and have a beautiful rest of the day wherever you are. Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro. 